half of this to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the Song and pray that their beneficence, power, and influence may more widely prevail. Welcome back, friends, to another edition of Soka Gakkai, becoming Nichiren Shoshu member. I'm Alexander, your host. I used to be a Soka Gakkai member uh, for about 10 years. I was born into a Nichiren Shoshu of America, and during the priesthood issue, my mother uh, decided to just not participate in any of it, and so I was raised all kinds of different things. And then, about 20 years old, I discovered the Soka Gakkai on my own and became a member. I was into a lot of other uh, magical things, shamanism, Wicca, quantum physics-based hands-on healing, a lot of things. Um, the Zero Point Energy Field, Christianity, Jehovah Witness, Sumerian Demon God Magic. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't say that last one too many times. But that, it's only when I asked questions, because I learned that when you ask questions... Well, actually, yeah, I learned that in the Lotus Sutra, it talks about bodhisattvas of the earth being skilled at difficult questions and answers. And I wanted to summon that part of life by asking the questions. And right away, people didn't have any answers for the sutra, didn't have any answers about... Daimoku, it was, it was all about Ikeda, Daisaku Ikeda. They said, seek sensei a lot of the time. Or chant about the oneness of mentor and disciple a lot of the time. And, and so I did these things. I would chant 300 days at a time, focusing single-mindedly, like, like transcendental meditation, on the phrase oneness of mentor and disciple. And never really got very far with that. And so it was only when the pandemic hit that I started chanting 10 hours a day for like seven days to, to try to move into another apartment because we were being evicted. And, uh, well, not only did not much happen then, there's a lot to that. We started to wonder where the scroll came from, the one that we were chanting in front of, the one the SGI calls a gohonzon. And I learned later it's actually called a honzon, just a honzon, <coughs> or a counterfeit object of worship. Similar to counterfeit money. Look, look the same. Sometimes you could spend it the same. But eventually, the karma police came after you. <laughs> you know, The law of cause and effect is strict, is it not? So, the answers I got were far from adequate. They, they didn't even just leave me questioning or confused like the rest of the answers I'd get. They actually incensed my rage. I was like, this is insane. I was told it doesn't matter where it comes from, it works. And I was thinking to myself, what does work mean to you? Because for me, what, they, what the SGI said, uh, quote-unquote, that it worked, they were talking about manifestation. Chant for a job, you can get a job. Chant for a girlfriend, you get a girlfriend. Whatever, you chant for this. If, if you go to the meetings, if you subscribe to the magazines, if you convince others to join the SGI, then you... you gathered this energy and manifested things in your life faster and stronger. And they called that Buddhahood. Just overcoming the obstacles and chanting and having a strong camaraderie between the chanters. Well, that sounded good. Although when I started to ask what the scroll was, why, why no one knew who made it or was going to tell me. And, and then <coughs> they would tell me things like, Oh, I don't, you know, you, let's have you meet with so-and-so. And so I'd meet with so-and-so. And they'd say, oh, uh, they'd give me some weird life story and then why they trust the Gohonza, why they trust the scroll the SGI has, they call the Gohonza. And, it, and I'd go, that doesn't, okay, that's great and dandy that, you, that you're all convinced that I want to know where, it, I just want to know where it comes from. And long story short, they even tried to get in between me and my wife at the time. They, just, they called her separately. And how's your marriage going? I'm asking her multiple times in conversation. Just, just divide and conquer mentality, you know. And I, and I play chess. I like playing chess. 
So I, I notice when there's a strategy being, being worked upon me, especially if it's not very sneaky, <laughs> you know. And so I, I got even more upset. So I, I said, you know what? If they're going to go so far as to try to divide me and my wife, let's just talk to the Nature and Shoshu members. Because they, at this point, they, they got to be at least nicer if, if I come at them with a humble nature. If I ask questions that are real and not pointed with anything negative underneath, you know, like I wasn't asking questions with the expectation to refute. It was, I was genuinely curious. So I just popped a little question into one of these little chat groups I weaseled my way into. I said, hey, what's the difference between all these different Gohan zones, all the sizes and stuff? Oh, and I got amazing answers just about how the, Jojo Gohon Zone, the Dai Gohon Zone, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of, let me just be clear, <clears throat> what I heard from the chief priest of Nyoshinji Temple down in uh, San Francisco, or uh, Penol, California, he says, Gohon Zone is Gohon Zone. Although if you don't have the heritage connecting it to the Dai Gohon Zone, then you do not get the benefits of the Dai Gohon Zone. Now the Dai Gohon Zone, tell us a little bit about that, for those of you just uh, tuning in, it, it was uh, the purpose of Nichiren Daishonin's advent into this world. After 27 years of studying and propagating Nam Kyo, he decided that the believers were ready for the manifestation of the eternal coexistence of the ten worlds, of Ichimin Sanzen, of the fusion of reality and wisdom. The, the ultimate reality, the, the reality they call the ninth consciousness, the, the Buddhahood of all things. And so I thought, oh, well, that's kind of, I thought that's what we had before, you know, with the SGI scroll. Now, it's a little weird because people are like, oh, mine works, mine works, I'm getting benefit. You know, I hear that a lot in SGI, that mine works, I'm getting benefit, yada, yada, yada. There's, it's really deep, you know, a lot of these people have had Gojukai, which is one of the most important ceremonies, if not the most important ceremony, besides Oishiki, or something like that. Anyway, I digress. Uh, <clears throat> where it, you're tapped on the head by a Joju Gohonzon, by a chief priest, or a priest, and you are bathed in the lifeblood of Nichiren Daishonin. The lifeblood of faith and, and these things, they're very complex terms, I don't pretend to understand them all. Although, connecting you eternally to the Daigohonzon, which is the life entity of the votary of the Lotus Sutra. And the votary of the Lotus Sutra, the foremost votary of the Lotus Sutra. Nichiren Daishonin, he, he found this Lotus Sutra and he's like, hey, <clears throat> this one says everybody can have Buddhahood. <laughs> all the other ones say you gotta be a man first. Really, really, yeah. All the other ones, every single other Buddha Sutra, you got to do good things as a woman, and then be reborn as a man, and then do more good things. Okay, uh, they also deny evil people. So people who just are evil, they're they're condemned. They can't do it. It says. So the, it also says, certain religious folk who have spent their lives attempting to attain what they thought was Nirvana. They are forever banned. They're, they scorch the seeds of, of enlightenment, of true happiness, of wisdom, peace, security in this lifetime. They, they can't attain it, is what the other teachings said. This is 42 years of Shakyamuni Buddha preaching these sutras, preparing the world, preparing the capacity, preparing for the time when during the last eight years of his life he preached the Lotus Sutra and the Nirvana Sutra and the Nirvana Sutra praises the Lotus Sutra you know the Lotus Sutra in it speaks of in the in the Muryogi part which is sometimes referred to as its own sutra like the first chapter first talks about among all the sutras preached that, he, that Shakyamuni Buddha has preached is preaching and will preach the Lotus Sutra is foremost. It says that. Now, it is the hardest to believe because there are similar statements in the other sutras, although none of them claim uh, 
superiority over the three existences of past, present, and future. And so, and the ones that, that, that uh, today people have in their hands that do, I've often been spliced and taken from the Lotus Sutra. Uh, Shingon took a lot from the Lotus Sutra. A lot of these commentaries and wise men of the past who were considered sages and worthies, they, they took from the Lotus Sutra and kind of plastered and pasted it to theirs that they were following and added things like mudras and mantras and, and other practices. Whereas Nichiren Daishonin, he crystallized it into Nam-myoho-renge-kyo to the Daikohonsum. Boom. Buddhahood in your present form. Now, that, that's, a, that's a tall order, right? Buddhahood in your present form. Hey, just give it a shot. Try it for a week. Try it for a month. Try it for a year. <laughs> I've been doing it for now a year and a half in the Nichiren Shoshu. And the proof is in the Buddhist pudding. There's so much I couldn't begin to explain it all. There's unseen... I'll try. Here, let me try. <clears throat> the level of internal change and unshakable mind nature is stunning. It's, it's baffling. Before, I'd, get re- I'd feel like I'd chant and get really powerfully manic, or <clears throat> I thought it was you know, activating my Buddhahood, although I was arrogant, and I felt that I was always scheming or trying to figure stuff out and always on the go. I had to go to this meeting because I wanted to get the benefit. And, or I had to, I had to talk to as many people as I could about Nam Kyo, like a salesman. As many people as I could because someone was going to buy it. You know, someone was going to come to, with me to an SGI meeting and like something. And, and yeah, 14 people by my own hand wound up getting the counterfeit object of the counterfeit Gohonzon. And, uh, well, it, unless you chant a lot, you're not even going to get a little bit of, of benefit with that practice. And they didn't chant a lot, these friends of mine. And their lives often took a downward turn. And I was always like, man, this is a hard Buddhism to practice. <laughs> That's what I thought in my delusion. Whereas if I'd have only understood that I needed to look at the origin of things. Daisaku Ikeda is not the origin of Nichiren Buddhism. He's a commentator who, who, if you read his books, I've read a lot for 10 years of his books, only his books, because that's how, that's how cults work. <laughs> they make you believe the leader is the end-all, be-all, and you should just absorb as much of them as you can, as you can <clears throat> and become like him. Things like that, like the oneness of mentor and disciple, right? About that, they stole that from the oneness of master and disciple. What is master? Oh, people in the West don't like using the word master, right? Oh, master. Well, I don't know about master. Well, that's because we're Westerners. We don't get the true meaning. I don't even get the true meaning. Although the idea of being a master of Buddhism and then denoting that title to Nichiren Daishonin, who is the, the Buddha of the true cause of the latter day of the law, that's, that's where we're at here. Whereas Daisaku Ikeda was a member of Nichiren Shoshu and then had a disagreement with the priests. And because he was so personable with the members, he had a publishing, he has a, he has a publishing company, just printing off things that were wrong and disseminating them across the world. And I mean, the priests aren't gonna like try to snatch the printing press away from him or something. You know, they trusted him. It is not from the devil kings. It is not from non-Buddhists. It is not from the enemies of Buddhism on the outside that will destroy Buddhism. It is from the Buddha's disciples. That's, that's not my opinion. That's it's in the Gosho. <clears throat> I think it's the selection of the time that talks about that. So the, the idea here that I'm trying to get across is that there would be no SGI without the Dai Gohonzon, which is located at the base of Mount Fuji for over 700 years now, um, protected by the high priest of Nichiren Shoshu, current high priest Nichinyo Shonin, which on the surface meaning, his name means like the sun, great sage like the sun. But that's just the surface translation because I don't know very much Japanese. I just recited. <laughs> so, 
the the amount of peace that comes from doing gongyo, I'm going to say correctly. In SGI, there's five-minute gongyo, and then you're encouraged to chant a lot of daimoku. Although, even when you chant a lot of daimoku, you're told, oh, don't chant too much. And I have a theory about that. I think it's because so much bad stuff happens because you're doing it wrong that they don't want people to get freaked out and quit because they, they need people to make their make contributions. They need people to resubscribe to the magazines. I mean, literally, I, I became a chapter leader. There's, there's what? Unit leader, district leader. Wait, unit leader, group leader, district leader, chapter leader. At this point. And there's more. It's like, there's, there's more than that. Region, territory, national. Anyway, all these people travel around like little bees in a harmonious rhythm, going to people's houses to chant and talk about Daisaku Ikeda. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. But anyway, these, these leaders, quote-unquote, without, without even getting background checks, okay, are given addresses, phone numbers, emails, and names of everybody in their neighborhood who they are, quote-unquote, responsible for. So yeah, I was given these too. And it's just the idea of getting people to chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, I liked. Although, what I noticed is that when you did do what they said to do with the whole Ikeda stuff, something happened. You got benefit in the form of conspicuous benefit. It's a manifestation tool. If people in harmony doing the same things, you can make things happen that you maybe couldn't before or didn't think you could before but that's not the point Buddhism's not about winning like they always say in the SGI it's about attaining Buddhahood in your present form yeah what is that unshakable mind a mind that is unshakably considerate of others that's the Buddha's Buddha's wisdom the Buddha's mind part of it or uh, you know the, uh, the old assistant priest of Myoshinji Temple who just moved to Washington, D.C.'s temple, he would say that all the time. He would say that the Buddha's wisdom is, is the mind that cares about others. How is this going to affect them? How, how will this encourage them? How will this discourage them? And that you don't really hear about in the SJ here. Buddhism, Buddhism's about winning and all these things. Anyway, so I am trying to correct the misunderstandings in my own way by having this podcast. The beginning episodes are a little fiery, I have to admit, and maybe a little, still a bit manic. <laughs> Although as you listen to them and you, you hear the progression of even the tone of my voice, even though, even though the obstacles are much truer, <laughs> they call this the wisdom of the true cause, well, there's definitely true obstacles that come along with that. Although the idea of, even in this life, going against the three treasures of true Buddhism by being a part of the SGI and the Soka Spirit Group, which is literally a subgroup of the SGI that, or an analog group that meets and just bashes the priesthood, really. I mean, they have videos, you sing songs, you talk about, people give experiences of how they didn't like the priesthood. And you think you're getting benefit this way. I, I remember, so in 2014, I had this, <clears throat> I had this notion, I thought, well, if the, if the priesthood's so bad, that's what I thought, I said, if the priesthood's so bad, then why are we praying to the Dai Gohon Zone? That's what I told everybody. I said, I brought it up in meetings, I asked people, I, was like, I made a big stink about it. I said, they have it over there. If it's not, I said, is, is it all about the Daigohon Zone? Because I, I was asking. I didn't know. The answer is yes, by the way. <laughs> I didn't know. I was asking chapter leaders, territory leaders, region leaders, the district leaders. I was asking this district, that district. I would have private meetings with people and ask them out. I'd say, hey, is it about the Daigohon Zone? And, and they're like, no. You're the Daigohon Zone. The Daigohon Zone's right there in the, in the Butsudan, in this person's house. And, of course, they're talking about an Ogotagi uh, reprint of Nijikan Shonin's Gohonzon uh, that somehow is reproduced en masse. He's the 26th high priest of Nichiren Shoshu. Or right now we're on 68. So it's a bit of an old one, you might say. Maybe out of, outdated. Maybe not for this time. 
You know, Buddhism is all about the time and everything, uh, appropriateness and capacity of the people. Anyway, so I thought to myself, okay, well, if it's not about this, because I'm real methodical, I said, if it's not about the Daigonzon, why is it in the prayer book? That's what I told people. I said, why is it? And my whole notion, how delusional I was, how much Kool-Aid I had drank, okay, how much of that food coloring was in my veins pumping hard and strong, I was all about getting it taken out of the prayer book. I was like, I was like, why are we even praying to this thing? The priests have it. We're, we don't like them. And, and it's in the prayer book. And first of all, they treated me like a nuisance. Like I was causing too much fuss. And I thought, well, if it is in the prayer book and it is important. Because I went both ways with it. I said, well, you know, I'm not going to like tell people to scratch it out. It's obviously there for a reason. I said, why don't we just band together and chant for its return? For its return. <clears throat> I thought it had been taken away from the world or something. Which it hasn't. <clears throat> it's still there. <laughs> and you can, you can chant to it from where you are right now. Just, it's at the base of Mount Fuji. Just chant in your mind, your heart, to the Daigohon Zone of the Three Great Secret Laws of the True Buddhism of the Sewing. And you will receive Buddhahood in your present form. It's really cool. So... But anyway, beside that, because they don't tell you that in the SGI, they just talk about the priesthood being evil. And I said, well, okay, why don't I, I, I asked if we could host a Tozo. They call them Tozos. Tozo means fight in Japanese, what I learned. And in Nichiren Shoshu, to give you a comparison, uh, they don't say Tozo, they say Shodai. And Shodai is long time chanting. So it's, a, it's more peaceful right away, right? You think about that. Uh, so I thought, okay, why don't we have a Tozo? Why don't we get together? Because I remember hosting two-hour chanting meetings at my house every week for a while and, and making things happen, right, with the manifestation. You channel the members. And I got that because I was used to magic and shamanism and coven work and Wicca. I said, I can channel the members. <laughs> Come on, this is a Keda guy. Yeah, we can do this. I would chant like three, three hours, five hours a day if I could. And, well... Short of getting just a bunch of canker sores and and still winding up in weird sales jobs that that try to get you to be some bloodsucker i didn't i didn't really i didn't work i didn't have the same inner work going on that I am now, and that is for darn sure so the idea of getting together and chanting for stuff I thought well that's all we got to do right and I was a chapter i was a chapter leader at the time, and I thought. Okay, so let's talk to the guy who runs the SGI Buddhist Center. Jeremy Valdez at the time. He was a multi-generational SGI leader who came up to Seattle from L.A. And L.A. is the, the source of the SGI, you know, they have, or in America, <coughs> SGI headquarters. And he came up and everyone was like, oh yeah, this guy's great, blah, blah, blah. And I, I said, well, I asked him, I said, can we, can I, I got my district and chapter leaders behind the idea. So I, I, I lobbied and, and got people to be like, yeah, we should do that. We should chant for it to be returned to the SGR, to everybody. And they were willing to host it. Because at first I said, let me, let me host it at the center. I'll show up. Because I already volunteered once a month to go and open the center for people to chant at. And so you have a young men's faith training group, they call it. But it's sexist because I knew women who wanted to do it who were turned away. And uh, that was also the beginning of my questioning. Like, what? This is Buddhism. Why are we turning people away? By the way, in Nichiren Shoshu, it doesn't matter if you're a gay man or woman. There's no uh, courageous freedom group. There's no men's division, women's division. You are Hokeiko. Hokeiko is lotus group. We are all, we are all united in glorious harmony. And the word Hokeiko is actually inscribed on the Daigohon Zone itself. So that's pretty cool, too. Anyway, I digress. I asked him if we could have this chanting meeting there. And he said, no. The center's only for Kosen Rufu Gongyo, what they call it. Uh, weddings and funerals. I just thought to myself, what a weird mechanical answer. Like, how is it? I just sounds like I'm getting shut down. Getting shut down somehow. Whatever. So I'll just chant more than him and see what happens. <laughs> and I, I was amazed that none of the leaders that supported me before would, would, would verbally say anything more. So many cowards 
with regards to sticking up for Buddhism. I'm just like, come on, I'm not even that old or even that tough. I just, I just have these questions, and I thought we could do this thing that seemed strategically viable. I thought if a bunch of us chanted enough, we could make anything happen, right? That's the whole story they say in the Gosoka Gagai. Make the impossible possible. Well, how impossible would it be to, like, somehow fix the problem with the priesthood, right? That'd be pretty impossible. So, so, uh, so I got upset, and I started hosting a two-hour chat at my house every week anyway called The Return of the Daigo Honzon. And I would write this huge thing about it and put quotes in there from Makaguchi and Toda. And, and I, I, I garnered support all the way from Finland. I mean, just like all over the world, people were getting, just chanting with me but for the return of the Daigo They were talking about me, leadership levels to leadership level. My dad was being called and talked to and all kinds of weird stuff. And then Jeremy Valdez and Tyson Coyano, two leaders, chapter leader, and, and another, I don't know what Jeremy was. Zone, he's a zone leader, that's right. I forgot to tell you about the zone. <laughs> and they came to my house, it's called the home visit. And usually you chant, you dialogue, and benefit. That's what the whole concept is. It's kind of like potatoes brushing up against each other, cleaning each other off was the whole theory. But they came to my house, refused the tea I made them, didn't have any of the snacks I offered them only chanted five minutes with me and then demanded that I stop hosting that chant or the Tozo. And also they demanded that I stop calling members. So I found out that if you call the people that gave you their phone numbers, SGI members, if you call all those numbers that, they, that you've been given by these people, <laughs> SGI members, that you're, you literally channel the members more. You get more benefit, what they call benefit. It was just, but it was, it was weird. It would take me like an hour to call all the numbers on my phone. I realized I had so many SGI numbers on my phone. I, I didn't even know most of these people. I'd call them and be like, who are you? I was like, oh yeah, you gave me your number. Some people are like, don't call me anymore. <laughs> but uh, they were like, stop calling people. And, but some people would actually answer the phone and cry with appreciation that I had called. That, that's what was interesting to me. Was that I'd call people right at the time that you needed to just talk to somebody. And that was kind of cool. Although... The fact that they said stop for the Tozos for the Daigo Honzo, I said, why? Because I kind of expected they were going to say that because I thought, well, if I'm doing something right, I'm going to be opposed by the Devil King himself of the 6-7. It's in the Go Show. It's not a surprise. It's, it's, you know. And for those who study, it's not a surprise. <laughs> it's quite a surprise if you don't study, I'm sure. And so he said, Tyson Coyota said, because the Daigo Honzo has been burned. It's it burned up. I said, what? I was so flabbergasted. I said, what? But I know a little bit about this practice, and I thought to myself, well, I need some proof. Uh, theoretically, that doesn't make sense. Uh, actually, I don't know, because we, we're not in front of it, so do you have any documentary proof? That's what I told him. I said, you're going to have to show me some documentary proof of that. And he gave me this runaround thing about, oh, you know, I don't know where I read it or saw it, but, uh, yeah, it was burned. It doesn't exist. I was just all like, no, I'm going to have to see that documentary proof, and I hope, I hope you understand. It's, it's how we do things. And, and they just kind of nodded their head and awkwardly left. And I realized something that, that something was afoot. So I just kept chanting for the return of the Daigohon Zone, gathering people online all over the world to chant in unison from their respective time zones. And then something happened in 2014 that just blew the top off of my skull. Okay, just pure whatever ancient anger was in there, it came out. Because in their publications in the SGI's publications and which they make you subscribe to or you're not cool you know you if you're a leader you can see who's subscribing and who's not and you're 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 um, designated to convince them to do so <laughs> so in the newspaper it showed up that the 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 guy who leads the SGI now because who knows if the kid is even alive Hiramasa a guy named Hiramasa 
was not any kind of priest. He, he decided to change the doctrine. Now, the formalities may change in Buddhism, and that's called, was it, Zuihi Bono, I think? I'm totally butchering that, I know. But it's a concept that little things can change to suit, like, the, the culture. Like, you know, Americans don't really sit on their knees all the time and chant. They use chairs. But in Japan, everyone's, like, on their knees, usually. So it's like different things change. Uh, formalities change. As our chief priest of Myoshinji Temple in, in Pinole, California says, the formalities may change. The doctrine never changes. I really like that when he said that because the SGI, they changed the doctrine. So I started in 2010 in the SGI. They had a prayer for the Shoten Zenjin. I thought that was really cool because I was a spiritualist. I thought, oh, look at that. They're empowering the unseen. That's smart. That's what, that's what I thought. You know, I said, oh, they know how to do it. Okay. Come to find out, they'd actually shortened it from a much more beautiful prayer that actually had the names of the deities. Like, the names. Anybody who's a metaphysicist, they know, you know, names are important. If you know the name of an entity, well, you just, you, you have a better connection, let's say that. So they shortened it. But when I got in, 2010, they actually carved it out. They just took it right out. A little bit after that, they just, we don't need it. I was like, that is so not cool. And then people I knew were getting in car accidents, their cancers were coming back, like all kinds of stuff. No one was putting two and two together. I was like, what's going on here? They're just nodding their head and saying, unite with sensei. You know, it's just their, their ultimate opioid. You know, unite with sensei. They don't know. What to, they don't know what else to say. And then after that, okay, and I was mad. I thought it was like a culture, like a like a colonization of mind, where instead of the natural, beautiful names of deities or the, or even the understanding that Buddhism is protected by functions, entities of the universe. They took it out. So that meant anybody that I introduced to the practice at that point was never going to know the word Shoten Zenjin unless they heard it from someone else. So that kind of made me mad. Really made me mad. I would just, I would languish about it with my friends. And then in 2014, and this is the kicker I'm, I'm getting to, in the newspaper, Hiramasa, who's not a priest or anything, said along the lines of, the Daigohon Zone is not to be revered any longer. Mic drop. I know, right? Jaw to the floor. What? The purpose of Nichiren Daishon is Advent is not to be revered any longer. What? The source of all good fortune and benefit is not to be revered any longer. What? The actual life of the Buddha, of the true cause of Kwan Ganjo is not to be revered any longer? What's going on here? And... He said something along the lines of, because it resides in the capital of slander, referring to Taisekiji, Japan, where the high priest and the priesthood of Nichiren Shoshu reside. Okay, so that's one guy's opinion. That's their opinion. That's following a man, not the law. If you're following the law, you're going to follow this unchanging great mandala that doesn't like sit there and give endless speeches about sensei. It literally was created by, by someone who, who wanted you to not listen to those kinds of people because there are plenty. You know, they didn't want you to worship a person. Nishina Shonen didn't want you to worship a person. He wanted you to really fuse your life, right? I mean, I don't know exactly what he wanted. Although, what I'm getting from the teachings is that to fuse your life with the Daigonza and to pray for Kosen Rufu where people will live the art of living long lives and ward off disasters with prayer. Right? So, they took out the Daigohon Zone from the prayer book. And they took out the Shoten's Engine from the prayer book. Before that, though, they took out the high priests from the prayer book. They pretty much took out the three treasures. And in its stead, in the prayer book, all SJ members, they'll deny that they're doing this, but they are worshipping Daisaku Ikeda. Because literally you do A and C, we call it, well, they call it gongyo, <laughs> but it's really just two, what is it, uh, 
pieces or two of eight pieces of gongyu. <laughs> I do it once, and then in their gongyu book, it says along the lines of, I pray to repay my debt of gratitude to Daisaku Ikeda, Sinusubara Makakuchi, and Jose Toda, the eternal mentors of Kosen Rufu. Literally, that's what it says after you do this ancient recitation that's older than the Bible. I mean, people get higher reading the Bible quotes sometimes, and they just live their life all on this like pedestal thing, and they know what's up. Try reciting Buddhism. <laughs> Try some common era text. You know, um, the Lotus Sutra. So, I read this memo. Okay, it was literally a memo, a little blip, not even not even two or three pages, a little a little snippet blip, changing the doctrine. Seven hundred years later, someone decides, oh, we don't need this. Oh, we don't need that. <laughs> I'm not even a priest, but, you know, people will believe me because we have a printing press and we have 10, 16 million members and uh, all we have to do is send out a memo. Watch watch the ripple effect. And then people will blindly follow Ikeda and keep making offerings because they're told it gives them benefits. Okay, do you get the picture now? So, so when I read that about the Daigo Zone, it, I realized that Tyson and Jeremy had lied to me. That they came to my house, literally, to just lie to me. To get me to stop chanting about something. Not even just, like, to stop stealing, or to stop lying, or to stop doing something bad, or to stop smoking cigarettes, or to stop, you know, to stop, like, yelling at people. No, no, none of that. It was literally to stop chanting about something. Like I said, I'm pretty methodical. So when I, when I realized that, I said, wow, there's something about this Daigon Zone. <laughs> there's something more than I had thought about this Daigon Zone because we were kept in the dark. I didn't know anything. But I did know that I was trying to be, people were trying to control me and lie to me. That was very, very clear at this point when this memo came out in 2014. So I... I knew that it would gradually be phased out of the consciousness of many a SGI member, new and old. But what they tried to say was that the, the scrolls that they're reproducing from the 26th High Priest would block print, uh, that they call Gohonzon. They're saying that when you chant that for yourself and for others, happiness, that it becomes the Dai Gohonzon. How wishy-washy, backwards, upside down, inside out is that? They're saying, okay, don't revere the Daigohon Zone, but if you chant to this scroll, it becomes the Daigohon Zone. Okay, so wait a second. If you're even going to use the name Daigohon Zone, you can't, like, negate it in, in the sentence before. Like, it doesn't... That would cause just, like, massive mental confusion, upheaval. Like, your life is just so shaky and always anxious and you don't know what's going on you're confused and you just keep you just keep moving forward because sensei forever sensei no that is a cult leader <laughs> I said you know there's no song for the high priest forever high priest no there's not there's there's really not in Eternal Shoshu and they don't think they're better than anybody by the way I've just in, I've incessantly questioned them because I wanted to make sure I said, well, if the SGI won't answer my questions, let's see if you will. And I asked all the questions that the SGI told me lies about to clear up the smoke from my mind. I wasn't shy about it either. I was like, what about this? Like, what about the enshrinement of the Shinto talisman and Taisekiji? And what about this? And what about that? And, what about... and the answers that I got were based on the reality of life. You know, we, we actually had to protect the Daigons on the head temples. No one prayed to the Shinto talisman. So, you know, it's fascinating when you actually take the time to dialogue. Your kid is all about, he says it's all about dialogue. Oh, it's all about dialogue. No. No, they're all about talking at people. They're about getting you into a room by yourself, chanting ancient words to get your brain malleable, 
and then putting on to it what they want you to think. That is, that's my analysis of the SGI. I've witnessed it, experienced it, overcome it, and I'm happier on the other side. Although, just like Boy Snow Mountains, I do believe that I learned half of a verse from a demon and attempted to throw myself into its mouth for the other verse and was protected by the Shoten's engine instead. You know, I, I do believe that that I have met the Devadatta of the true law, the one that took many disciples away from the Buddha and attempted to change the teachings according to what they thought people would like better. Of course, in that time, he made things, Devadatta made things more difficult because people thought that was respectworthy. Whereas now, in the latter day of the law, people like easy things. They say, oh, the fruit's hanging down lower. Let's, let's pick that one. But you know what? You don't get the muscles from climbing the tree, and you don't see the view when you get to the top. I'll tell you, there's quite a view from chanting Gongyo the way Nichiren Shosho do. That's for sure. So, that was 2014. They took the Daigohonzon out. Anybody know what happens like six or seven years after that? Well, let me just back up. Nichiren Daishonin says when people slander the true law, it's like one day or seven days or one year or seven years or something. He gives this equation of when the, the you-know-what hits the fan. Yeah, that was about seven or so years after they took the Daigohonzon out of the prayer book that the pandemic hit. And in the Rishon Kokoron, which is a treatise based on Shakyamuni's predictions, predictions out of the Benevolent King Sutra and so on, or even Shakyamuni back before the Bible, back before the Common Era, like before they even started like writing things down. It was all like orally remembered and trade past, you know, passed to people uh, he predicted that when the, his true law is distorted natural disasters internal strife within countries pandemics epidemics foreign invasion look at the world it's just it's happening like fireworks it's like a fractal firework show happening of these things so, it's obviously time to spread the law of the true cause. That's what they call it, the true law. The law of the true cause. What's this cause you're after? Buddhahood. You're not after the car, the girlfriend, the better job. If you chant for Buddhahood, you actually get those things. Uh, you chant. If you manifest your ninth consciousness, your alaya consciousness, you're able to purify your karmic consciousnesses and your societal consciousness. You know you're able to purify your life without even really trying to purify your life. Like you, you practice this Buddhism. You chant the five in the morning, three in the evening, and you naturally gravitate towards purity, eternity, true self, and happiness. And then you, you get close to the temples, spiritually, physically, and you get just so much more transformation inside you. And then when you get those treasures of the heart inside you, then you get the treasures of the body in the storehouse. It's not, you're not supposed to chant for the treasures of the storehouse first or just chant for the treasures of the body because you're, you're, you're dying or you're sick. And, you, and yet again, you have cancer and you need to overcome it with the SGI scroll. No. No, you're supposed to be able to eradicate your evil karma that's one of the prayers in each and show should go and get a book is to eradicate our evil karma yeah in the SGI Gongyo it says to change your destiny <laughs> it doesn't even say for the better it just says I pray to change my destiny oh there's so much so much and I just didn't know the difference I didn't know any better so that's why I'm having this podcast, folks. 
is for those people mostly who don't know any better. And don't listen to me. Call a temple and ask him, like, who's this guy, Alexander? What's he talking about? Is this real? And, uh, you know, their books are way less expensive if you actually want to get one and read for yourself. <laughs> and there's actually not as many. <laughs> you go into an SGI store, you see this rainbow wall of books that Ikeda wrote. You see all these other ones, his commentaries, his dialogues with people. You see this one, all these, these kids' books and all this stuff. And very few of them are about the Lotus Sutra, Nature and I Shown, and it's like, and those ones that are, are translated by the SGI study committee. So you have all these people who are attempting to wrest control out of the hands of the masters of Buddhism, the ones who leave secular life to go and study this stuff and master the practice of it so that they can correctly share it to help bring lasting peace to the land. That's the whole point. It's not about the car or about winning. It's about bringing lasting peace to the land. If you, if you can find something else that's like that, that you can manifest proof enough to feel it, hey... I want to know. Leave a message at anchor.fm here and I'll listen to it. I'll probably even make an episode about it. <laughs> so, as you listen to these episodes and you hear these translations that I'm reading, these are the translations that have been passed on for 700 years. These aren't, these aren't Ikeda approved. These aren't ones that you'll get in the Sokka Gaokai. You might find some of these translations that I'm reading in all these episodes in the older members' homes of the SGI that have these books tucked away, they just never got rid of them because something in their minds... You know, because when you read these things, these, the, the translations that I share with you on this show, you get a different feeling. You're actually engaging Nitrin Daishonin's life force. You really are. You're not getting the Ikeda colored glasses version. So... But I think that's enough for this episode. That's a little bit more about why this show exists. It's, it's really tailored for anybody who wants to expose themselves to the mind and life force of the Buddha of Kwan Ganjo, the master of all the Buddhas, not just the Buddha of the West, of the East, of the North, not just, you know, the Ten Directions. Literally, Myoho Renge Kyo is the teacher of all Buddhas. It's how It's the law... And the person that, uh, that helped all of them attain even the states of enlightenment that they have. And so, when you invoke this name, Nam Myo Orenge Kyo, correctly, that's a big thing. Those of you who are like, well, I'm, I, I'm doing it, I don't know. Just chant to practice correctly. How about that? Try that out for a week, or a month, or a year, or ten. Chant to practice correctly and see what happens. Or better yet, chant to practice correctly. Ask where the SGI scroll comes from to anybody you can. And get back to me. Okay? Take 10 million of these a day. Wait, take 10,000 of these a day and call me in the morning. <laughs> 10,000 Daimoku is about three hours of chanting, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I am just really excited about life now, and there's so much... I mean, I had a high life condition when I first started chanting, and then I felt like it was being, like, siphoned out of me somehow. And that's why I chanted so much. For those of you listening who, who knew me back when I chanted with the SGI, that's why I chanted so much, because I had already attained a spiritual heightened state, and I felt like I was crashing down back to Earth. I was like... Maybe I have to come back to Earth, I thought. And I realize now that I'm practicing the true law of Nichiren Daishonin's Buddhism, that no, it was being stolen. I was being drained. That's why they put all the youth up front to chant. And it's all the crusty, creepy people behind you who are like, creepy. Some of them are not creepy. Some of them are very sweet. And I feel the, I feel the worst for them. Because... They're even more naive than I was. Or they have such wonderful natures, but, but everything else is all 
flopsy flopsy. I don't know. They believe somebody. They trust somebody. They don't want to change. A lot of it's laziness. They don't want to read the fine print. You know, like I read a bunch of vacated books and said, this doesn't make sense. Why aren't these people doing that? What is going on here? But I didn't just make a stink and get angry and leave. I waited until I knew for sure. I was like, oh, the Ikeda cult. That's why none of my friends liked it very much. It was always random other people that I got to join. Yeah, I, I hope this was a bit uh, helpful. I didn't really read anything. But I, I don't think this time I had to. Because it's kind of like a personal experience, you might say. But I really pray that this show is able to free people from the clutches of what they call the Soka Gakkai Buddha. <laughs> really, if you do your studies, is the devil king of the sixth heaven. Nam yo For those of you wanting the numbers of the Nichiren Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii Hon. Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington, D.C. area, Myosenji Temple, 301-593-9397. Vancouver area, Myoshoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, seek the law.